Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Tuesday, April the 7th as we continue on. And uh, again, as always, I hope everyone out there is Staying stay, staying safe, staying healthy, as uh, hopefully we can provide a little bit of a distraction and escape here and there, as uh, obviously we're going through tough times right now. I had uh, some fun yesterday doing the all-time Phillies Mount Rushmore, and I have some more Phillies-related shows coming up with favorite Phillies, least favorite Phillies type of stuff, and you know we'll continue to find fun things to talk about as we have no baseball for the definitive foreseeable future but the Mount Rushmore thing got me going a little bit and I had a really good time doing it it made me think as I mentioned yesterday talking about left-handed pitchers it'd be fun to just do a series of Mount Rushmores let's dive in let's go and let's decide in the history of Major League Baseball who is the Mount Rushmore at each position and have our definitive Mount Rushmore of Mount Rushmore's conversation. As again, it was, it's fun. I, I think you know, obviously, it's a bit cliche to do the Mount Rushmore thing, but we are living in a time of when it comes to talking about sports, somewhat cliche type of things. As there is, as you know, no news to talk about on a daily basis. So we get to revisit some of these fun old school discussions that we've been having since we were children, you know, and and that have evolved over time as new players have come in and all that and. You know, all-time starting nine and all those types of things. And I think Mount Rushmore, a fun way to take a look at each position and really figure out the four all-timers. And it, it constricts you. As you'll see today, there are probably six or seven guys who I think deserve to be on the Mount Rushmore of catchers. But that's not the way this works. You have to choose four. So let's dive in. Let's go through the uh, the list of candidates, as it were, and then we will whittle it down from there. I do think there are a couple clear, obvious ones on this list, but um, let's dive in. I-, I think that when it comes down to it, we're really looking at 10 people for four spots. Going back in time, the two most old school uh, players that I think at least have to be in the discussion, Bill Dickey, of course, number retired for the New York Yankees, an all-time great catcher, won some World Series. Bill Dickey, uh, maybe not someone who in the present day is uh, is as well known, but 
um, was a catcher for the Yankees for 19 seasons and a player manager as well, um, a Hall of Famer, uh, a career 313 hitter, 11-time All-Star. I mean, yeah, those are some serious numbers. Bill Dickey, someone who uh, I think you know we don't think about as an all-time great catcher, but um, he has to be mentioned when we're talking about all-time great catchers. If we're going to do the Mount Rushmore, he might not make it. We'll find out, but he's someone you absolutely have to keep in the conversation. As again, you know, you look at those numbers: a three thirteen career average, eleven time All Star. I mean, that's pretty heady stuff right there. So, I think Bill Dickey needs to be on the list again. I, I'm not saying he's going to win. Uh, or he'll be one of our final four, but I do think Bill Dickey someone who absolutely has to be discussed. The other old-school catcher who also needs to be discussed, in my opinion, is Mickey Cochran. Mickey Cochran, a great career for the Tigers and the Philadelphia A's, of course. A Philadelphia great, we could say. A career 320 hitter, which is pretty damn impressive. Was also a manager of the Tigers as well. Uh, he was a three-time World Series champ and won the American League MVP two different times. I mean, those are big-time numbers right there. A Hall of Famer, obviously. So I think that um, when looking at the Mount Rushmore of catchers, it's easy to sometimes forget these kind of old-school players. But if we're going to talk about the best of the best in the history of the sport, I think you got to bring Mickey Cochran and Bill, Bill Dickey into the conversation. So those are the two oldest school guys. Then we have eight more names that need to be discussed, all from varying eras, so to speak. We'll go from oldest to newest, um, at least in generally speaking, as we have a kind of three guys in the same range here for the most part. Um, two heavyweights. And we'll dive into first uh, of the three catchers I'm about to name. Two of them have won three MVP awards, and the other one two. Think about that. I mean, that's pretty damn impressive. Not many baseball players in the history of the sport have won multiple MVPs, much less three MVPs. Mike Schmidt, of course, one of the few who's won three MVPs. Of course, Barry Bonds won seven. Um, but for a long time, three was the most any player had ever won, and both Yogi Berra and Roy Campanella did that. And Johnny Bench won two. Um, and, of course, Bench, um, big-time winner when it comes to baseball as well. Same thing with Barrett. We'll dive more into them specifically. But first, let's start with Campanella. Campanella, one of those guys who, if he had not you know, uh, gotten into an accident and had played a shorter career, um, if he had played a longer career, he would probably automatically be on this list. Has only played a nine-year career for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Um, was in the Negro Leagues prior to that for a little bit as well. But in his nine-year career, an eight-time All-Star, won the World Series in 1955, a three-time National League MVP, won the MVP in 51, 53, and 55. That's three MVPs in five years, essentially. That is crazy, crazy impressive. Was voted into the Hall of Fame in 1969. Um, And uh, sadly, uh, in 1958, um, got into an auto accident, and he was paralyzed from the shoulders down, and uh, it ended his career, um, which is obviously just incredibly sad. But I think someone who, um, if it were not for, um, if it were not for his career being shortened, then you know who knows how long he could have gone on for. You know, I mean, and again, these numbers are just. 
So impressive. So it's someone where it's a, a short peak, so to speak, but um, hard to to keep him off your Mount Rushmore if you're just talking. We're talking about the greatest catch in this year in baseball, and I said this yesterday, and this is kind of the formula moving forward, but when I'm looking at putting together these Mount Rushmores, I'm looking at, you know, legacy. What is their legacy like historically in baseball? How great was their peak? How great were they? And of course, did they win titles and all those types of things? I think there's a a few different factors that go into it, but Roy Campanella really a... Um, uh, other than, again, the shortness of the career for obvious reasons, he is someone who um, really, you know, one of the greats of all time and, and certainly in the running here for for uh, the Mount Rushmore, even with only nine years in Major League Baseball, someone who, you know, I think has a real chance to get on the catcher Mount Rushmore. I think a lot of people would put him there. It is a, a tough list. We're going to keep going here. Um, but Campanella has to be considered. The other three-time MVP winner, how about that Yogi Berra, of course. Berra, a uh, 18-time All-Star. I'll say that again. He was an 18-time All-Star, Yogi Berra. How about this? You ready for this? Yogi Berra won the World Series 13 times. 13 times! Now, granted, he was a coach for for a few of those. As a player, um, he won the World Series 10 times, um, and just a, uh, excuse me, nine times as a player. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times as a player, and then the rest as a manager still, uh, excuse me, nine times. I was correct the first time. Nine times as a player. And then uh, as a manager as well, a few times as well. Just unbelievable. 13 times you win the World Series. 10 or 9, nine or 10 as a player is just uh, unbelievable. Won the MVP, the American League MVP in 1951, 1954, and 1955. So if you think about that, with 51 and 55, we had catchers winning the MVP in each league. As, as Campanella and Barra both winning the MVP each of those years. Um, of course, his number 8 is retired by the Yankees. Hall of Famer. Um all-time great quote Smith, not that that is a, a reason to put him on the Mount Rushmore, but I think as we're going through here, I think, you know, it's it's pretty clear that Yogi Berra will be on the Mount Rushmore of catchers once we finally make those decisions, but just a uh, all-time amazing type of season at 358 home runs in his career. Um, again, one of only six players in American League history to win the MVP three times and... Um, Again, elected to the Hall of Fame, Yogi Berra, a no doubt about it front runner for this uh, Catcher's Mount Rushmore list. Just a, a no doubt about it. Uh, I feel pretty confident that when we're finishing out here at the end of this show that Yogi Berra will be on that list. The other catcher we were just talking about, the two-time MVP winner, huh, only two compared to their three, uh, Johnny Bench, who I think a lot of people consider the greatest catcher of all time. 14-time All-Star. Two-time World Series champion. Two-time National League MVP in 70 and 72. A World Series MVP in 1976. He won the Rookie of the Year in 68. He's a 10-time Gold Glove winner. How about this? A two-time NL home run leader and a three-time NL RBI leader. Think about that. We don't see catchers do that anymore. There's one more catcher we'll talk about who was that kind of hitter. But especially in this era and this time, Johnny Bench... Way ahead 
of the curve as far as it goes for catchers. Got voted in the Hall of Fame in 1989 with a 96% of the vote. One of the all-time high numbers, as I'm sure that's changing now moving into the future. But I think a lot of people, if you ask them who's the greatest catcher of all time, I think a lot of people would say Johnny Bench. I think that would be the answer. He's got the perfect mix here of the flat-out dominant numbers, the defensive prowess, being a part of championship teams, two World Series wins with those big red machine teams, um, and was the best player on a World Series team. You know, I mean, that's... That's strong. That is strong. You know, with Yogi Berra, you could say won 10 titles as a player, whatever it was, nine titles as a player, but he was never the single best player. Some people could argue he was. I mean, he's up there, but might not have been the best player on any of those teams with you know, guys like DiMaggio and whatnot playing, um, and of course, Mickey Mantle later and all that type of stuff, but really um, just an amazing career for Johnny Bench, and I think, um, again, like I said, I think a lot of people would have Johnny Bench as the single greatest catcher of all time. All right, moving on. So now we have Bench, Campanella, and uh, Yogi Berra, in addition to Mickey Cochran and Bill Dickey. We'll keep moving forward a little bit and start to get to guys I actually got to see play, which makes a difference. Granted, I only caught the end of some of their careers, like Carlton Fisk. I don't remember the heyday of Carlton Fisk. I remember the end because he played for so freaking long, played from 1969 until 1993. Think about that. Playing catcher. In Major League Baseball for over 20 years. Unbelievable. With the Red Sox and then the White Sox. Um, he, he was the first player to ever be unanimously voted Rookie of the Year in 1972. Of course, had the famous home run in Game 6 of the 75 series. Career 376 home runs, which for a long time stood as the top mark for any catcher. He was an 11-time All-Star, won a gold glove, a three-time silver slugger. Has his number retired by two different teams, both the Red Sox and the White Sox. Retired his number, was voted in the Hall of Fame in the year 2000 now. Um, you can ding him here. He did not win a championship. Um, he was the original Pudge, by the way. We'll get to another Pudge later. Um, but Fisk, a great, great player for a long time. And the longevity does matter. I mean, think about that. Think about that. 1969 and 1993, that's 22 years of playing catcher in the major leagues. Man, that must have done a number to his body. But um, Fisk, I think, you know, certainly in the discussion here, someone you have to consider when talking about the all-time greatest catchers of all time and uh, someone, again, I, I do think the longevity there matters. We're talking about other guys, whether it's Campanella for nine years, and obviously there's a reason for that, or um, you know, just talking about Johnny Bench who played 14 years. To play 22 years is just an insane, insane freaking number. Um, I think well-deserved that he is on this list. All right, moving forward a little bit more, Gary Carter who I got to see certainly some of his career towards the end, um, but obviously not a ton, finished playing in 92, but also 18 years in the majors, 1974 with the Expos to 1992, finishing out with the Expos. Gary Carter was an 11-time All-Star. He won the World Series in 86, of course, with those Mets, a three-time Gold Glover, a five-time Silver Slugger. Um and the NLRBI leader in 1984, which we talked about, that's you don't see catchers do that very often, was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2003. Um, I think Carter, uh, probably underrated as a player, deserved to get into the Hall of Fame, certainly a Hall of Fame player. Probably, though not quite on the list of some of the guys we've mentioned so far, just based on the career accomplishments, but 
I think if we're going through and just naming the best catchers of all time, I, I don't think you can not name Gary Carter. I think he has to be on that list. I just think too great for too long. And uh, again, a definitive Hall of Famer to to not be on that list. So um, Carlton Fisk on that list. All right, now we have three more names left on our list of 10 considerations for this Mount Rushmore of catchers. And these three are all guys I got to see play for real, for real. And thus... Um, maybe I have a different bit of a different view on, but certainly I think all three are deserving. Two of them far more, I would say, deserving than the other. But we'll go chronologically for the most part. Uh, up next, Mike Piazza, who I think is the best catcher of my lifetime. Certainly not defensively, but good enough. But, I mean, career numbers as a catcher, a three oh eight batting average, 427 home runs, 427 home runs, and 1335 runs batted in all highs for catchers. He was a 12 time All-Star, won the Rookie of the Year in 93. He was a 10-time Silver Slugger Award winner. He was the best hitting catcher in baseball 10 times. He's the best hitting catcher in the history of baseball. That is uh, basically the best way to put it, the most simple way to put it, inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2016. The one knock against him, I would say, no World Series titles, um, but was the best hitting catcher in the history of baseball. Hit 396 of his 427 home runs as a catcher. That's the most. 427 career home runs. A 308 career batting average. This guy was a catcher. He was a catcher. I mean, it's insane when you look at some of the seasons that Mike Piazza had to get to those type of numbers. Again, as a catcher, you know, this guy was hitting a... He went on a run of home runs. 32, 36, 40, 32. Then... uh, Traded midseason at 32, 40, 38, 36, 33. Think about that. I mean, those numbers are insane. And that's while hitting over those years, 319, 346, 336, 362, 328, 324, 303. I mean, he was just a monster of a hitter. Again, the best hitter as a catcher I've ever seen easily, and I think just handily the best hitting catcher of all time, someone who is clearly on this list and should be on this list. Mike Piazza, a real chance, in my opinion, to be on the Mount Rushmore of catchers. He'll be fighting with the other Pudge, though. Pudge Rodriguez, Ivan Rodriguez, also a recent Hall of Famer. Um, Rodriguez, uh, 311 career home runs, a 296 career average, so not a schlub when it came to the bat, but one of the best defensive catchers I've ever seen in my lifetime. Played 20 years in Major League Baseball. That is a definite positive for him. 14-time All-Star. World Series title in 03, which matters. He won an AL MVP in 1999. He won an NLCS MVP in 2003. And then a 13-time Gold Glove winner. 13-time Gold Glove winner. I think him and him and Piazza, and I had trouble choosing between those two guys for my uh, all-time starting nine of my lifetime because it was so close between the two in terms of who in my life was a better player. I ultimately went with Piazza, but it's really close. And if we're just talking about Mount Rushmore, when you add in the defensive factors and all that, it's going to be a really close race. Those two guys both significantly in the running have a real chance. But um, again, uh, hard to say if, uh, if they could beat some of the older school guys. So we'll get to that in a sec. The last person on the list, and this guy will not be on the Mount Rushmore of catchers, but yeah, you do have to mention him because he really has had a really great career so far. Uh, still playing, but Buster Posey has to at least be mentioned. A 302 career average, a six-time All-Star, three-time World Series champion. That matters. 
a NL MVP in 2012. He won the Rookie of the Year. He's won a Gold Glove, four-time Silver Slugger. He won a batting championship in, in, in 2012, the NL batting champ. Really has had a great career, and I think being the best player on three championship teams, or certainly the best player on a couple of those teams, that that matters. That's something where you look at it and say, all right, that guy's a legitimate, legitimate player. He'll probably be a Hall of Famer someday, I would guess. He's close. Certainly the numbers aren't quite where they're at with the other guys, but you look at the impact, you look at what he's done, both sides of the ball, I think Buster Posey has to be in the discussion. All right, it's crunch time. As we get down to it, we have to decide who truly deserves to be on this Mount Rushmore um, when it when it's all said and done, and this is obviously a massively important decision that that will influence the rest of all these people's lives, and and even the ones who passed away, of course, their legacies. Just kidding, no one cares what I have to say. But um, I think when you again, this is why it's so fun because there are ten really quality candidates here, ten catchers who you feel really really deserve to be on some sort of Mount Rushmore. I think. As we go through it, I think there are two easy answers. I think it, it, they, it help us out a little bit. You know, it makes it a little easier for us. Johnny Bench and Yogi Berra are on the Mount Rushmore of catchers. I just think facts lock it in. You know, Bench, I think most people think the greatest catcher of all time. Berra, of course, the most accomplished, maybe player of all time. Three MVPs and ten titles or nine titles as a player. I think it's ten. Um, I mean, that's... It's pretty amazing. I mean, let's be real. It's pretty amazing stuff. And I think Barra has to be on the list. So we have Bench and Barra. That leaves us two spots. We can eliminate some players. I love him. Buster Posey, like I said, is not getting on the Mount Rushmore. Mickey Cochran and Bill Dickey, you heard their their accolades, but for me it's just a little tough to go with those old school guys over some of the more recent guys who also had major, major success. So we knocked those off. Gary Carter, a great, great player, but probably not going to make this Mount Rushmore. I think when we're looking at these last two spots, it really comes down to four guys for me. The two most recent guys we mentioned, other than Posey, Piazza, and Ivan Rodriguez, I think have to be in the discussion. And then I think it's Carlton Fisk and Roy Campanella. Let's go one by one here and eliminate people. I think we have two spots for four people. And I think pretty comfortable, even though he played 22 years and had an amazing career, I think I feel pretty comfortable knocking Carlton Fisk out of this list. So we have two spots for three guys. Now, when I went into this, my initial gut thought was it's going to be I actually, and generally, like, when I did the Phillies Mount Rushmore, I didn't know. I really had to, to kind of go through it. But in this, I was like, okay, when I go in and, and I'm putting together this this catcher's Mount Rushmore, who do I think it's going to be? And I thought it was going to be Bench, Barra, Pudge, Rodriguez, and Mike Piazza. And then as I dove in, and I really got into looking at you know, what these guys did, the impact they had, I can't find a way to leave Roy Campanella off. Again, three-time MVP. Won a World Series. Career got cut short. If it didn't, he would be a lock for this. It wouldn't even be a question. And also uh, played a few leagues in the uh, years in the league or leagues before, which you know takes away from his ability to play more in the MLB. So I'm going to put Roy Campanella on the list. Roy, Johnny Bench, and Yogi Berra, those three are on the list for our Mount Rushmore. We have one more spot to go. It comes down to Piazza and Ivan Rodriguez. I hate to to do it to Ivan twice. Last time I chose Piazza over him for the uh, catcher uh, all time starting nine of my lifetime, and I don't know how I can do anything else. And it is it is jarring when you see how many Gold Gloves Pudge won and how really defensively he's just on a different level 
than Mike Piazza, but man, again, 427 home runs, a career 380 average, 308 average, didn't get the title that Pudge did, and Pudge was a crucial part of that Marlins title, but I'm still going to go Piazza over Ivan Rodriguez. I I, I feel like uh, almost sick to my stomach having to make this decision because they both deserve it. We need a five-face Mount Rushmore. Can someone get me a five-face Mount Rushmore? <sighs> but I'm going to go with Piazza. I'm going to make the tough call. Best hitting catcher of all time should be on the Mount Rushmore of catchers as far as I'm concerned. So, final answer. Our Mount Rushmore of catchers is Johnny Bench, Yogi Berra, Roy Campanella and Mike Piazza. With all kinds of apologies to Ivan Rodriguez. I don't know how Ivan's gonna get over this. This is gonna it's gonna crush him. I'm very sorry, Ivan. It's uh I feel I feel bad about it, but I gotta go with my gut. My gut says it's Mike Piazza. So one more time. Our Mount Rushmore of catchers, Johnny Bench, Yogi Berra, Roy Campanella, and Mike Piazza. And I feel pretty good about it. Again, I feel a little conflicted, but for the most part, I feel pretty good. All right. Um, thank you for humoring me. Uh, we'll continue to do these Mount Rushmore's. I'm, I think they're a lot of fun. I'm having fun doing them. Um, tomorrow, first baseman, second baseman coming down the road. We'll get to some third base shortstop outfielders, pitchers, maybe even a Mount Rushmore of managers as we have time to kill together. And uh, I think these debates are fun. If you want to debate me about it at James Seltzer on Twitter, I would be happy to because I uh, we're all baseball nerds here. That's why you're listening to this. That's why I'm doing this. And uh, what's more fun than deciding the best of the best at each position in the history of the sport? And again, we'll get to more Philly stuff. Don't worry. Least favorite, favorite Phillies coming down the road. And I've got a lot more stuff to talk Phillies-wise as well. So we'll just continue to try and provide some entertainment and have a little fun on a day-to-day basis. So thank you for listening to the Mount Rushmore of Catcher Show. First baseman tomorrow. Until then, stay healthy, stay safe. And thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 